Welcome to the Divine Feminine Revolution Podcast, where women are magical and empowered. I'm your host, Dr. Megan Monday, psychologist turned transformational feminine business coach. This podcast is for you if you want to prioritize your own pleasure, face your fears, and manifest your desires. This podcast is sponsored by the Fearless Feminine Academy, where I teach women how to turn their trauma into their superpowers. My goal is to show women that we can heal our world by creating time and financial freedom by doing whatever the fuck we want. Are you ready for the divine feminine revolution? Let's get vulnerable and go deep. I'm so honored that you're here. Hello and welcome to another amazing episode of the Divine Feminine Revolution. I am so excited to introduce you all to Caitlin Jarvis. She's an awesome holistic nurse practitioner and much, much more. I'll just allow you to go ahead and do um, a brag intro so you can tell us all the amazing things about you. Okay. Thank you for having it be a brag intro and into this. Permission to brag. (laughs) All the permission. Okay. I brag that I have my master's and my doctorate in nursing, so I am Dr. Caitlin Jarvis, and I brag that I worked as a registered nurse and a family nurse practitioner for many years, and then I brag that I was courageous enough to leave that work because it wasn't deeply serving myself or my patients and transitioned into doing what I do now, which is holistic health coaching and medical intuitive work. And I brag that I like to combine like science and spirit or intellect and intuition, I like to say. So I have this like very practical, but also intuitive background. And I brag now that I get to work with women, particularly like mystics and intuitives and nurses to just really align their health holistically so that they feel good physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. And um, that's me. (laughs) That's awesome. We have so much in common, you know, where you're doing the nursing and medical, like I've got the psychologist background, and I think it's so important for caregivers to invest in their own health. And um, I know intuition, particularly I've done some training as well on medical intuition. And it's so fascinating and so powerful because I've worked with so many clients um, with chronic health conditions, you know, probably because of their trauma, um, aggravated by trauma. And it's just so powerful when someone can give them answers because I feel like a lot of times medical you know, mainstream medical doesn't have an answer. And then they're too arrogant to say that they don't know. (laughs) So I feel like your mission is so powerful. So tell me a little bit about like your journey. How did you answer the call to really like go out on your own and go for it? Were you afraid? It's funny because looking back, I don't actually remember being afraid, but like retrospectively, I'm like, wow, how did I do that? Or I've had it mirrored to me. Like, boy, that must have took a lot of courage to leave. Um, 
at the time, I don't remember being scared. At the time, I remember feeling like it was just the most obvious choice in the world. And I think I was lucky enough that I feel like everything was divinely set up so that it was just like the path was clear in front of me. Like I went from a couple fulfilling nurse practitioner jobs to the last place I worked was like a really toxic work environment, horrible for me. I don't think it was great for patients. Um, so it just got worse and worse and worse. And um, at the same time, I got a little bit of a financial inheritance basically from my grandma who had passed away. And so it was like this horrible work job, which now I'm really grateful for, right? Because if it would have just been like a mediocre job, I would, I would still be like a nurse practitioner and be mediocre, mediocrely, <laughs> moderately happy for like the next 20 years. But instead, I'm grateful it was so crappy because then it catalyzed me to leave. And I was working with an intuitive life coach at the time. Like I said, I got some money. And so it was like, the path was just laid out for me. And it was like, I couldn't say no. Um, but it did take me prioritizing myself with you, which you touched on a bit before. Like I think as helper, professional helpers, whether we're health care workers or other kinds of professional helpers, um, we are so used to not prioritizing ourselves. And so I think it was an initiation for me mm -hmm. um, that time in terms of I had actually accepted a signing bonus when I accepted that job. So I had accepted a $10,000 signing bonus. And in order to leave before a year, I had to give that $10,000 signing bonus back. And I did. I, I gave notice after four months. I had to give four months notice because it was such wow. a horrible place. So I was there for eight months. So I could have stayed just four more months and kept my $10,000 bonus. And it was actually so horrible that I was like, no, it's not worth it. Like, and taking that stand of like, my health and my sanity is worth more than $10,000 literally was incredibly freeing. And so, um, yeah. And so that was the beginning. Well, that's so powerful that you bought your freedom, you know, with the 10 grand. And I've seen so many therapy clients stay in a job because of the money or, um, you know, breakups when the partner owes them money, you know, it can keep them like stuck for years and years. And so like money is not worth your mental and physical and emotional health. And, you know, I was just talking to a coaching client last hour and, um, we were talking about she had done like a yoga training and now she's doing my fearless feminine Academy. And so we were just saying like, just the personal investment and change and growth alone is worth it. Even if you don't follow through with the business piece, you know, which most people do if that's their divine path, but just to invest in yourself, I think, especially as women, um, I know for me, like it was easy to throw down imaginary student loan money and go to grad school for a million years. Sure. <laughs> um, it's easier to do that than to actually like invest with a coach. Um, and I've gotten, I think more personal um, and potentially professional gains from investing in myself that way with a coach. And it's actually been cheaper than, <laughs> than a, a PhD. So yeah. it's so brave to just like go for it and you answer the call. And I find like when people don't answer the call, you know, that's when the crisis, the health crisis or the universe just goes, okay, we're going to like painfully push you into doing what you're meant to do. <laughs> so yes. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And I feel like it's kind of the same, whether it's the universe or whether it's our bodies, like yeah. 
it starts with a whisper and then like a little tap on the shoulder and then kind of like a stern warning and then like a, oh, okay, you want to play, like, let's do this <laughs> for your own good. But like, this is the message that I have for you or this is the path. So yeah, because I often describe, I think the universe kind of works like that. And I also think our bodies will like, you know, trying to get our attention will send us symptoms and they'll get louder and louder if we're ignoring them. <laughs> yeah, and I think particularly for people who are intuitive, um, I did my um, medical intuition training with Dr. Mona Lisa Schultz, which I love sending people to her for readings or just reading her books um, because she does a lot with the chakras. And she's actually a psychiatrist, um, neuroscientist, and um, she's amazing. And one of the big things, one of my big takeaways from her training is that as an intuitive, when you're getting downloads, like if you're not you know, processing through and sharing your gifts with the world, like it just gets all clogged up and it clogs the system up and it can create a lot of health conditions. So I'm, for the people who don't really know about medical intuition, can you tell us a little bit more about it? Yeah, I can tell you um, my own version or the way it works for me. Like basically um, I connect with someone's energy so it can, it's usually remote and my intention is just to bring through information that would benefit them um, in four areas, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. And so it's like, of course, all those areas are actually like very integrated and like co totally combined, but it helps to have a framework of kind of like, here's the different things. So I go through that. And then I also do like a little, I have like a stick figure avatar that I do kind of like a head to toe on um, intuitively instead of like, you know, as a nurse or nurse practitioner, I would have done like a head to toe exam. So it's kind of like that, but intuitively instead. And yeah, I'm still always surprised at things that come through. Sometimes there's themes, there's definitely themes that do come up overall generally, but then of course, person to person, everything is completely different as well. So um, yeah, it's fabulous. And it was such an exercise in learning how to trust myself was like trusting my intuition. Yeah, it was crazy to me because we did those kind of blind readings in um, the training and I, I've just done multiple like two day workshops. I'm not necessarily certified, but um, <laughs> you know, I'm a psychologist. So like people just come and tell me their problems and their issues and their secrets, you know, but when I did a blind reading and I realized that I had like, I was so accurate. <laughs> It was astounding to me. And that's really when I always knew I was intuitive, but that's when I really was like, oh my gosh, like I really do have, I'm like a seer. I hadn't really considered myself that until I really started to tap into those things. And I think it's so powerful because, you know, as you said, like it's all related um, and, you know, uh, situations in our life can certainly like aggravate our health. And so it's so empowering to go to a medical intuitive because, um, you know, sometimes we feel so powerless with our bodies, like we don't feel like we have control over ourselves or sometimes our health conditions, but we kind of can have control over our emotions and our lives. And so when we can kind of figure out what the triggers are, like it really gives us a, a practical way to address our health above and beyond taking a medicine or changing our diet or whatever. Yes, exactly. I feel like it gives people a place to start and it gives gives people a place to focus when a lot of times it's kind of like, oh my God, okay, where do I even start here? But I also feel called to say that so often, I mean, every time, all the time, things that come up, people will be like, oh yeah, I was just reading a book about that. Or like, oh yeah, 
I was feeling called to those things, but I didn't, you know, life is crazy, whatever. It's like so often it's just a mirroring back to the person of what they already know. And I like to begin sessions by telling people that, like saying, you are still the expert on you, not me. I'm not coming in and now just telling you all the things like take what resonates, leave what doesn't, but like you are the, still the expert on you and like reinforcing that sovereignty from the beginning, mm. um, I think is important because yeah, we do just get so used to like referring to outside experts to just guide us and tell us what to do all the time. And although of course there's a place for like mentoring and guiding and we both do that, I, I think like professionally, it's still ultimately this like mirroring back of like, okay, yeah, I thought that was the next step. That feels like the aligned next step for me. Thank you for reflecting that back to me. And then like, boom. And I think that's super powerful that like, we really all do have intuition, you know, and it's a skill that can be developed. Um, I think is really huge. I mean, probably this audience knows that, but just in general, I feel like that's a really important message. So tell me a little bit about like, what kind of um, transformations or like results are your people getting? Tell us a little bit more about what you can expect with one of those kinds of sessions. Yeah. Um, so I work with people in a number of different ways, but definitely the most transformative is usually my group programs or one-on-ones where we can work over time um, on, on whatever's coming up for that person, but it usually looks like sleep, food, movement, hydration. So it's like the health foundations. I say sleep is like the foundation of the foundations. So we get people's like sleep, food, movement, hydration, unlock, relationships, then it comes also into emotional health, mental health, what I like to call spiritual or energetic health. So that's not religious, obviously, it's just whatever, whatever soul work kind of resonates with you, whatever kind of like higher purpose, higher power resonates with you. And most of the time, the people that I'm working with, they are so used to over giving all the time. And so they feel very depleted. They're always looking out for others and putting themselves last. And so they're feeling like overwhelmed, stressed, anxious, tired, worried about their own health, because usually they know what to do, but they just are having a hard time doing it. And so going from that to like, feeling rested, feeling energized, feeling connected to a purpose, feeling like they're taking care of their bodies in a way that's really supportive and loving rather than rigid and disciplined. Um, and yeah, so they know that they're, you know, putting themselves at less risk for like chronic health conditions, or they have acute health conditions that have improved. And then they're really able to show up for life, for work, for clients, patients, friends, families, and give from like more of an overflowing cup than like giving from that depleted state that just isn't sustainable. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, health, I'm biased, but I think health is really like the foundation of everything. So again, it like helps people feel better. They just feel completely different in their own skin, in their own bodies, because of course it's nicer to live. It, it's more comfortable to live in a healthier body. Um, and yeah, and they're able to show up for their relationships and show up for work like completely differently. So that's it, I guess. <laughs> 
that's incredible. I just had um, an experience where I was releasing a lot of baggage through the mechanism of a sprained ankle. And I went to some of my healer friends. We did a podcast um, episode yesterday with Kim Barrett, who did a healing session. And I mean, I wish I had taken a picture of the before and after within one hour of the healing session. It was incredible. And so particularly for me, like with my therapy clients, I often recommend like Reiki or different kinds of like alternative healing, especially for trauma work, because I feel like it's so powerful. And I'm just kind of wondering, like, how did you get into your healing, um, you know, holistic emphasis? And what was that like for you? Did people kind of think you were crazy or like you know when you started this new career like to walk away from you know a a medical practice to kind of go out on your own like did you kind of get the side eye from people or what was that like (laughs) I don't know probably yeah (laughs) I I feel like I got the side eye from my mom (laughs) for sure and still do um yeah the holistic piece I just always felt drawn to that from the beginning so I can't even explain that like I've always even before I actually was like a believer like I somehow got a hold of Carolyn Meese mm-hmm. um yeah anatomy of the spirit right yeah. and I was reading it and I remember reading like what like they think some kind of not speaking your truth could cause like a sore throat like that's ridiculous like obviously just bacteria and viruses cause like infection like but I didn't get rid of the book like I kept it it's I don't know how it even like came into my sphere or why I held on to it but then like years later I was like oh yeah obviously like not speaking your truth affects your physical health condition your physical throat but like um yeah, so the holistic piece was always there. And in terms of the transition that I made, I definitely felt nervous in terms of my visibility as I launched my new business and being afraid of judgment, being afraid of judgment from the established, like my established medical peers, especially with the medical intuition, like what the heck is this lady doing now? Like, um, And the truth is, I don't really know. I mean, no one ever said, right? Like no one confronted me and said anything. I have a hunch that probably my fears were much worse than anything that ever happened in reality. And the truth is most everybody in my life now completely understands it and knows that I'm just walking my own path. And there's some people that don't and they know that I'm not available for too many discussions about it um and so yeah it's just like ultimately there are people that are okay with it and there are people that have their opinions about other or better ways I could be living my life but like I I have never doubted this path for a second I just know that it's what I'm supposed to do so it's like what can you do when you know you're just following your path it's like okay other people that don't understand that's okay they don't have to they have their own path like yeah I love that because that's been a theme I mean I've probably done I don't know maybe 40 or 50 interviews with like some of the best coaches and powerful healers and amazing women and there's always this moment where um they choose them over the establishment, over their current life, over corporate, over whatever, you know, and they really go for it. Even if people think that they're crazy, you know, quotation mark crazy (laughs) for going for it. Um, But I think especially as women, we get so many messages around um, putting everybody else first. I was talking 
earlier on a coaching session around how the word selfish is often used to kind of control us. Oh, you're being selfish. You're investing in yourself or you're doing your own thing or you're starting your own business. Gosh, I could never do that or wouldn't want to, you know? Um, but I feel like that's just like a patriarchal control mechanism. And, and like you said, like it was just the inevitable path, inevitable path, like you had to go for it. And so I just want to give the audience so much permission to like go for whatever their dream is and to follow their path, even if it doesn't make sense. And even if you're not exactly sure what the hell it is, just like take one step and then take the next step. Any advice on that terrain or? Um. Well, I guess I just want to offer the reframe because it's like, obviously I'm framing it this way because this is my reality. But like the reframe is I spent a lot of money on a graduate degree to do clinical work. Like I got a clinical doctorate degree and I'm not doing clinical work now. And the more spend time I spend away from it, I forget that knowledge. And so I guess I just want to frame it that way again to remind people like I we all do have, like, I had a very good reason to not do this, to be like, oh, absolutely not. I'm already invested. Like, um, that would be insane. There's no guarantees, you know, like just to name some of the things that I feel like come up for people. Um, and then what was the last thing you said though? You said, what was your question? Maybe the part about being selfish or just like really going for it, despite like what other people think. Yeah. I think it's, it's really learning to trust yourself and your path, I think is like the big thing, because when you're sure of what you're supposed to be doing, then there's nothing anybody else can really say. And if I'm trying to tap into like, how was I so sure? Because to me, it just feels like kind of an intuitive knowing or an intuitive feeling. But um yeah, I suppose it was just like kind of spending time in meditation. I mean, I, Basically, at the same time, I did go through, like, another spiritual awakening, I don't know, like a dark night of the soul, and came out the other side. But I guess just to normalize that, too, like, I spent, when I left clinical practice, I spent months, like, really, not in bed, but recovering. I spent months recovering, and I didn't realize I was going to need that. But I think that was emotional and mental and like energetic just as much as it was physical. And so I went through a deep process of needing to heal and recover um, before I came out the other side a little bit more integrated and like ready to actually take steps. And so, um, yeah, I guess that's what I'm wanting to share, feeling called to share at that point. Yeah. And I had a similar journey. Like for me, I got really burnt out on doing the trauma work and kind of had some vicarious trauma being such an empath. And like you said, just kind of like putting everyone first and not taking care of basic stuff, like drinking water, <laughs> you know, um, living a balanced life. And, and I relate because I remember my husband saying to me like, well, but like you put a hundred grand into this like career, like you can't like quit being a psychologist. Um, and you know, I had that same thing. Like I was like, well, I just can't go. And I mean, I was only working 15 hours a week. I had a successful business, you know, like, 
but still, um, it, it, it just wasn't aligned for me anymore and it was too draining. And so that's when I really started investing in coaching. And, and for me, I think it was just like the mission of like reaching more people, really going full force into my like healing holistic journey, even more than I already had. Um, and I mean, just within, I would say probably a year and a half of investing in myself. Like I know I'm still working in my practice, hopefully not much longer. <laughs> um, but, uh, I don't feel burnout anymore. And it's because I, you know, one, just the magic of meeting so many amazing, incredible, powerful women who are going for it, you know, it's just really, really incredible. And so for me, that's really what was life changing, um, for, for our journey. So, um, I, I think it's, you know, especially investing in coaching in the beginning can feel kind of scary because it, it is an investment. But like I said, I mean, I feel like I, the potential for me to reach more people, make more money and have more freedom is so much more like already as a baby coach, you know, like not very much into it. So I feel like it's really exciting. Totally. And I feel like there's just things that were conditioned to think are okay or not okay to spend money on. And it's really funny when you just get curious about those things. It's like second house, okay. Like boat, okay. Like motorcycle, okay. But like more than $100 on your own personal development or own your own health. Like absolutely not. That's a waste of money, you know. Or like bypass surgery or transplant or like, you know, God forbid, like, you know, there's really intense things. Like people, I mean, we all know in health, like prevention is so much easier than like remediation, you know, but people wait way too long. You know, same thing with couples counseling. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We're just not used to it. And it's like, okay, normalize it. And now, you know, we're in the space where it's like, okay, it's normalized and then you know, the number can go up and up, but like, um, yeah, exactly. Like normalizing, spending money on our personal development, normalizing, spending money on preventative health, normalizing, spending money on things that just help us feel better and more supported in all the ways, um, like support, support is incredible. Like pay for support, paying for support, like me paying for a business mentor it's just, yeah, the support is incredible. So I, and I'm excited for more and more like professionals, particularly professionals to, um, get into the coaching business because we can reach so many more people. There's the potential to make like so much more money, have so much more impact and not have to deal with like, you know, you know, working in a practice, like the bureaucracy or the bullshit with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think some of us are called to maybe change the systems from the inside, yeah. but some of us are ch- called to bust out of the box and create yeah. whole new paradigms. And that's how I feel. Absolutely. Um, you know, I think it's hard to change the system from the inside. And so, you know, my grad school had a big social justice influence and they sort of said like, you almost like can't because like, the system will punish you, <laughs> like if it's a toxic system. Um, so I think it's really exciting to be outside of the system, changing things and offering people like alternative approaches, um, you know, that, that work, you know, a lot of times work better, um, yeah. more traditional things. So I feel like we're the innovators and I, I relate, like it, it is hard to walk away from, you know, this like whole life, um, previous life, you know, but when you're walking into one that's like so much better, (laughs) 
exciting and connected to that and you know and the bigger vision and yeah I was just doing like a bedtime meditation last night um it was just on YouTube but it was Dr. Joe Dispenza and it just was so lovely I mean it was just he does the whole like kind of heart and mind resonance so it was like kind of raising your emotional frequency and then just like envisioning the life and I just like fell asleep being in the life that I'm creating and it was so lovely and so like staying connected to that vision is so important not like I know how everything is going to look or end up but just using my desires as like that was so revolutionary for me when someone was like your desires are given to you by the divine yeah follow them like they're not just arbitrary selfish quote-unquote things they're like your path they're given to you to guide your path and I was like wow could it be that simple like incredible yeah a great resource um along with Joe Dispenza is a heart math you know it's that like heart coherence so for people listening if you want to get zen out and like make some cool shit happen I would definitely practice like some heart math or if y'all know like the square breathing that's like a really great technique for um, preventing panic attacks as well. Um, but yeah, getting into alignment when you get into that place of like infinite possibility, that's when the really amazing magic happens. Remind me, did you want to share like a little meditation or something? Um, I could, if you'd like, yeah. It's totally up to you. If you want to go for it. Sure. Let's see. Okay. We're doing okay. Yeah. Let's do a little, um, I didn't plan anything, but I yeah, typically I don't plan anything. I'm just going to see, see what happens. Um, yeah. So if you're watching or listening, maybe just bringing yourself back to your body, making any little movements where you can be 10% more comfortable, allowing yourself to be really supportive supported by whatever you're sitting or resting on and maybe closing your eyes or just lowering them to down in front if that feels good and maybe rolling your neck or shrugging your shoulders if you want to do a couple little intuitive stretches And then when it feels good, just finding a little bit of stillness or rest in the body. Taking a few nice deep breaths on your own. Maybe in through the nose and out through the mouth. Maybe still feeling the kind of wild energy of the day and not judging it, just letting it be so. And let's just call ourselves and our energy back to ourselves. So I invite you to bring your attention or awareness to your heart space or the area around your physical heart and lungs. Just bringing your attention and awareness here, maybe bringing your hands there if you feel called. 
and knowing that where you bring your attention, where you bring your awareness is where the energy will flow. So just letting your awareness rest in your heart space. And as it rests here, just calling pieces of yourself back from the past, from earlier today, from yesterday, earlier this week, 2020, or further back, just calling back those pieces of yourself that are maybe in different places, in different circumstances, with different people, stuck in different life situations of the past, just calling all those parts of yourself and all those pieces of your energy back to yourself right now, back into your heart space. And just knowing that it's as simple as holding this attention, this intention. And just allowing that to happen now and continuing to take some nice deep breaths in and out. You might feel some sensations in your body, or you might not. Either way is okay. Not letting our mind get lost in stories or narratives about the past, but again, just allowing all those little pieces of ourselves to come right back to our bodies and to this now moment. <sighs> And then also calling ourselves back from the future, from later today or later this week or further out, calling ourselves and our energy back from people, places, things, circumstances in the future, right back now into this moment, into this body. <sighs> Again, letting it be simple, letting it be easy. If you're feeling the sensations, just allowing that energy to flow. If you're not feeling any sensations, allowing that to be okay, maybe breathing just a little bit deeper, bringing a little more oxygen and life force energy into your body. <sighs> and again, bringing your attention and your awareness to your heart space. Maybe feeling just a little more full, a little more complete, a little more present in your body, a little more present in the now moment. Knowing that any changes and transformations can only ever occur in the now moment and feeling the power of being here completely. And so let's just take a few nice deep breaths together, feeling love and gratitude for yourself for spending some time doing this practice and for the other people that have joined you 
in real time or along the space time continuum in this little circle. Taking a few deep breaths together, expanding your belly, inviting a nice deep breath in through your nose. Letting it out through the mouth. <sighs> Maybe opening that throat chakra with a little noise, an audible sigh, taking another nice deep breath in. Letting it out through the mouth again. <sighs> Relaxing your shoulders, letting it be easy, letting it be pleasurable. One more nice deep breath in and letting it out. <sighs> Moving your fingers and toes, maybe giving your body a little shake. And when it feels good, go ahead and open your eyes. <sighs> Oh, that was so lovely. I definitely feel more grounded and connected now. I love that past future of imagery it was amazing. Speaking of the future, we are here in the beginning of 2021, which I really believe is the divine feminine revolution is happening. I feel like equality, inclusion, diversity is happening. If you had a wish for the world for 2021 and beyond, what would it be? Oh my Lord. Yeah, what I get, I also feel like the work I do as connected to holistic health is part of the rising of the divine feminine. And so that's what I would wish is like the rising of the divine feminine and the rising of the divine masculine to meet and be in union both collectively and also like individually within each one of us. Love it. And what? see what that would create <laughs> a world peace <laughs> and a lot happier healthier people right so caitlin you're amazing like tell us how to work with you where to find you all that good stuff oh my gosh thank you so much um yeah where do i want to start i think i would love to offer a free gift that i have which is if that meditation was helpful for people i feel um, yeah, I'm just, I'm a big fan of like meditations. I feel like there's an energy work that comes when I lead a meditation that there's like energy work happening as well. Anyway, so I have three free meditations that are for grounding down, connecting up for like divine guidance, divine inspiration and letting go. Um, and they have binaural beats and also I like to say infused energy medicine. Um, and along with those three free meditations, I put together a little toolkit. So there's also some information on getting really good sleep without medication, like holistic sleep tips and how to get and stay moving with our bodies, um, outside of diet culture. <laughs> and so anyways, I put together a little toolkit and it's called, um, the restored and aligned health toolkit. And so people can go to alignedhealthtoolkit.com alignedhealthtoolkit.com and get that for free. If you hang out mostly on Facebook, you can come hang out in my Facebook group, Intuitive Holistic Health and Wellness for Women. Um, I have a fun challenge starting next week there called the Pleasurable Health Challenge. Mm -hmm. So um, if that sounds appealing, I'd love for people to meet me there. And if they mostly are on Instagram, then they can find me on Instagram at Dr. Caitlin Jarvis. 
um, C-A-I-T-L-I-N-J-A-R-V-I-S at Dr. Caitlin Jarvis. And yeah, that's well, I'm all over that. I'm definitely going to go download the toolkit and the meditations. Love me some binaural beats. That's super powerful healing technique with all the other stuff that you infuse in there. I'm so excited. So you definitely feel like someone I'd love to have back because I feel like we just scratched the surface. We'll have to coordinate that. There's probably like a million things we could talk about, but thank you so much for coming on the show and everybody go check out Dr. Caitlin Jarvis and get you some intuitive, holistic health healing. <laughs> Bye everybody. Thanks for listening to the Divine Feminine Revolution podcast. Make sure to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Want to keep the conversation flowing? Find us on Facebook at the Divine Feminine Revolution Facebook group, where revolutionary women gather to listen to their hearts, monetize their gifts, and change the world.